0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in John chapter 8, verses 31 through 38, and obviously this flows from the previous text that we covered, wherein Jesus willingly stepped into controversy. He welcomed conflict, and he was confrontational in a way that allowed him, by debating with the Pharisees, to clarify the gospel for his listeners and for us, the readers of John, 2,000 years later. In the very last verse of that text, verse 30, it says... As he was saying these things, many believed him. And I noted that Jesus is willing to have these intense conversations with the Jewish leaders, in part knowing that the audience, the observers around those conversations would be affected by them. And in the case of yesterday's text in my devotion, we talked about how the audience and some of the observers believed in him. What we're going to find out as this all continues to unfold is that at least in the case of these believers, their belief, or at least the belief among some. Some of them was probably shallow and short-lived. And before we get to today's text, I want to thank The Family Leader for their 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsorship. You can learn more about The Family Leader in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, thank you to The Family Leader for their support. Verse 31. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham, and we have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say, you will become free. So things are starting to break down with these new Jewish quote-unquote believers. They're saying to Jesus, why do you tell us that the truth will set us free? We're not slaves. What do we need to be freed from? Well, of course, what Jesus is going to get to is the fact that they're enslaved to sin, just like every other human that's been born on the planet, but they're oblivious to this. They think he's referring to literal slavery. And there's another thing Jesus says at the very beginning of this text that's really important for us to understand. Remember, he's speaking to people who have just initially started Started to believe in him. But he says, if you want to be my disciples, you must abide in my word. In other words, a true believer in Christ, a true disciple of Christ, is not characterized by a little bit of belief once, but rather they are characterized by abiding in his word. That means living in his word day in and day out. This also manifests itself in obedience. That's the fruit of someone's heart who is surrendered to the authority of Christ in their lives. So Jesus would not endorse easy believism That's not what the life of a Christian really is. And it's starting to look like these new Jewish quote-unquote converts are a little bit more of the easy believism stripe. Let's continue in verse 34 as he answers their question about why do we need to become free? We've never been enslaved. Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever, but the son remains forever. Jesus, in this sentence, is using a metaphor to talk about a master's house where there's a slave and there's a son. And his listeners and readers would obviously know the slave is not going to stay in the master's house forever. The slave is there to do a job. The slave is not an heir. But the son, the son is an heir, and the son will remain in the master's house forever. And then he uses is a little bit of a play on words here to clarify his point about what it means for spiritually enslaved people to be set free. Verse 36, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And of course, he's speaking about himself, the son of God. Verse 37, I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father and you do what you have heard from your father. So now it starts to become pretty clear that these people who were new Jewish believers based on their observation of Jesus' interaction with the Pharisees in our previous text probably aren't true believers at all. First of all, he indicates that the fact that they are the descendants of Abraham really doesn't matter. It has no impact on their condition as spiritual slaves to sin. And he indicates to them that the reason that any of them want to kill him is because his word has no place in them. They probably don't understand what he's been saying. Over the last several passages But even more importantly than that They don't believe anything that he's been saying And as a result, Jesus once again Draws a real clear, controversial Confrontational line in the sand He says, I'm just telling you what I've seen With my Father, that is God the Father The one that you guys claim to know But I told you earlier, you don't know Because you don't know me And you, you guys are doing what you've heard From your Father Well, that sets up our next devotion really well I'll give you a sneak peek. Their father isn't God the father, the one they think they worship in the synagogue every Sabbath and revere with all their laws and customs, but rather their real father is the devil. Come back for more next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.
0: This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, perfectly consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find Find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com.